0: Last time, on Dark Discovery, the crew of the ship, named Dark Discovery, captained by Captain Thorngage, uh, owned in a weird sort of um, possessional trickery we haven't quite worked out, um, Everin, and crewed by Cranthon and Lander, Dundragon, along with their new Darkling companion named Berendar, traveled over the Draymouth to a secluded island known as the Emerald City, because it's surrounded by green poisonous waters. There, Cranthon and Everin walked up the coast into the island to meet with the Mistress, who is a hag who runs the island and runs a sort of an illegal dark iron factory smelting processing thing. And she is the one that gifted Everin with his magical force arm. And in an attempt to get Berendar a replacement for his hand that Captain Thorngage accidentally cut off at their first meeting, they agreed to do a job for her. And we pick up today's episode with our characters in the uh, galley of the Dark Discovery, as we often find them sitting around the dining table discussing what they're going to do.
1: Kate sets the uh, plate of food down on the center of the table. The aroma of swordfish fills the uh, cot from the poisonous waters.
0: See? If, it's, if it's fresh...
1: <laughs> it's fresh swordfish. Don't
0: eat it. <laughs>
1: Looks I assure you, around the gills. I have learned a new technique that it will be
2: fine. Do not eat that swordfish. I'm not hungry. <laughs> Granted doesn't eat, so
3: he's good. I'm holding I'm holding Albie by the neck because he really wants a bite. I'm just like, no, you don't want that, buddy. Here you go, Albie. Mm. push it away hey, from Ollie, me.
4: Hey, be here, come here, over here, under the table, boy. Here, <laughs> here, it, fucking bird. Everett slams his mug down and makes a disgusted sigh just out loud. For once, I would like to do a normal job that's not probably going to
2: kill us or maim one of us. The mistress gave us a bit of a job, and it's not going to be easy as a uh, Everin has pointed out, she's done several shipments of Dark Iron, mainly. It's been other stuff as well. And like most good captains, as you would probably know, she's done several dummy shipments as well, so that when pirates attack, hopefully, there's a chance that they attack the dummy cargo and everything goes smoothly. Unfortunately for her, no matter how many dummy ships she, she sends out with her shipments, they always hit the right one. So somebody on the inside is helping them know which ships to attack. At
4: least that's a logical decision, but this pirate that keeps attacking her stuff could have some kind of magical sight. Who knows? She didn't give us a whole lot of clues because she doesn't know anything. So essentially she's tasking us with finding out how this guy is getting her shipments and putting a stop to it.
2: And he could have something that just detects Dark Iron. He doesn't even need anybody on the inside. He just goes towards the ship that has dark iron in it.
4: But she did she tell us how she knew which pirate it was? I mean, I guess oh, they yeah, have flags he's, and he's stuff. He's
3: mocking her. I mean, plus her prey was survivors or something to tell the story. Oh, good point.
2: She's been mixing up her cargo so that it goes on different ships every time, so it's not the same captain. So if you were trying to search for... A magic item that a specific captain has, then you wouldn't necessarily be able to find it by doing that because she's mixing it up between her crew. She's got over 12 ships in her fleet and yet they're still narrowing it down. And it's there's, there's too, too many ships for it to be sheer coincidence that they're hitting it every time. So we have to somehow, uh, figure out who's doing it. So, this Captain Carn keeps messing with her, and he's he's been sending her messages and he's been uh taunting her um every time he hits one of her cargo ships, so I'm thinking we get on one of these ships, but we don't want to let her crew know why we're on the ship. we want to make it seem like we're on the ship just to travel, and us just happen to be on the ship, so when it gets hit, we can see maybe from that we can figure out how they're doing it and try to stop at least one. But mainly, if we see how they're doing it, then we can hopefully stop the future ones from happening.
3: Why don't they just send all 12 ships together and attack him when he comes out?
2: Probably attract attention from the Empire. See, These ships aren't for fighting, they're for cargo transport.
3: Ah, gotcha. She, Basically, doesn't, so. she
4: doesn't have enough firepower spread on her ships yeah. to, to get by. I... I I think he's on something, but I don't know that us not telling the truth is going to make a difference because obviously this guy has to have some kind of advanced planning. So whoever she's sharing the manifest with of what boat, I mean, there's only a few people, but it doesn't really matter because if we take out the captain or this Captain Karn, if we take him out, then whoever he's working for doesn't have a leg to stand on. So she can weed out her own people. I'm not worried about her. She just wants us to take out this captain, which we need to do. So, our illustrious captain, who probably was a former pirate of the many things you used to do, do you have any ideas on how he's doing this and what we can do to stop him?
2: Yeah, he's got a man on the inside. And that's the reason I didn't want to tell the crew, because if we tell the crew why we're on the ship, if he does have someone working on the inside then they're going to be ready for us.
4: But that person's not going to be on one of the ships. They're going to have to know the manifest that the mistress gives them so that he has time to relay it to this guy. So if we think that it's somebody that's on one of the ships that's leaving, it's already too late. He's got to have the information ahead of time so he knows which ship to attack where.
1: I assume she's tried sending false shipments.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 11, 11 of her d- ships ha- are you Been shipments. listening. I have. I'm just working a plan out in my head. Anytime you want to spit that out, that would be helpful. Still working on it. Okay. Albie, come here.
3: Come here. Go long. Huh. He chokes himself as I hold him back. <laughs> Two balls in the air. Lander, do you have any ideas?
4: Are, are, wait, let me ask you this. Have you been listening? Yeah. I okay. Totally got well, that'
3: good. We're one step ahead of Cade. So, do you have any ideas? Yeah. We sit on the boat, like you said. And then we release the owl This is a great plan. I back it completely. I think Albie could take on the whole fleet. I
4: just.
2: Everyone's a... going to turn to Cranthon. <laughs> Albie does a little thing. Where he, so he apparently, it's to speak up, up to the two of us cried. to figure this out, since those two can't get their act together. <clears throat> and that works out well because I've just come up with a brilliant idea.
0: And so Cranthon lays out his plan. <laughs>
4: All right, so it's settled. But it wasn't.
0: We just needed someone to explain the plan really simply.
2: Let let me explain the plan real simple-like.
0: And now, everyone was on board. Until.
2: Do you think we should change it? And then us follow ship a
0: i
4: don't think we should change anything i should we should just be on the boat and let it let the let let us be the x factor
0: if only it was that simple
3: anyways see you when we set sail
0: oh lander my sweet summer child And finally,
2: it was settled. So our plan is, we're going <laughs> to jump on this ship.
3: We'll call it Ship A. That's
2: <laughs> taking the cargo. <laughs> is, that, is that French? Ship A? Yeah. Ship A. Uh-huh.
3: So they're going to put the cargo on Ship A. And the day before, we're going to put the cargo on Ship A. And then the day of, we're going to get on Ship A. Yes. I think I got this one. Cranton and Lander are going to be on Ship A.
0: Or it was until Cade opened his stupid mouth. So, mm. how are
1: you going to signal us?
0: Time to recap. So, make sure that I understand
3: your plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rehash it because I need yeah. to make sure I understand the plan. I got pictures. <laughs>
0: so. And now finally, we had a plan.
4: All right, so we've got our plan. I, I know that I want to go to shore. We should probably get some land okay. food. Oh, we
3: definitely need some. Food. We need to dock for
4: we the gotta, cargo. Yeah, we got to
2: stock up our cargo because we don't know how long we're going to be out on the sea again. So that's well, what we're going we're to
4: have to come back here to get Brendar after everything's all said and done. Whenever she notifies us that his hands back. Where's Brendar? We had to take him to the island. She's having her people work
3: on them. Oh, okay. mistress! Did. This,
4: didn't I tell you this is where I got my arm from? No,
3: I remember that. I just Cost him an it arm went. and a leg. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't really. Yeah,
2: just just
4: everon shoots you the just just straight face like really look. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I give you the same straight face because I can't make <laughs> expressions. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I give you a blank stare. It's, it's like, like looking <laughs> into a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Too soon, ever. So, Everin, just out of curiosity, what'd you have to pay for your own? Well, see, that's the thing. I'm kind of um, always doing her
4: a favor because...
3: you're constantly in debt. eh,
4: More or less. I mean, I helped a good number of these singed elves to get here. But, I mean, I got to get my dark iron from somewhere. So it was kind of a give and take situation.
0: All right, so the rest of the evening will pass. Uh, You guys can, you know, you you have stores on board. They may be running low, but you have enough food and water. You don't have to eat the poison fish water because it will kill you. (laughs) I wrote really well my (laughs) cooking check. (laughs) Well, you fix that poisonous fish very tastily. It tastes a bit acidic, but it's it's it's, still poison. It's still (laughs) poison. So it's the next day. The cargo is being loaded. Um, One of the things that you would notice, or everyone, you probably already know this, but like you, you can literally see trolls that are like loading casks of dark iron, and one of them will like, kind of call and go, Ugh! as he notices there's something on his arm, and somebody will just come and cut off his arm. And then they'll just literally like throw it in a pile, because he's been infected with the dark iron poison, and then they'll just let his arm grow back. So they're constantly just cutting pieces off of the trolls, and you might have figured out where maybe the food comes from on this <laughs> island. At least for the other trolls, because there's not a lot of that poison
4: swordfish is sounding really good right now.
0: Yeah, um, the rest of the workers there are a number of uh, you know dwarves and elves and humans. The elves are all singed, and again, just remember these are the outcast elves that have had uh, their personage from being removed in their hair, and they have the metal skull caps. Uh, but pretty much like you know, like nine o'clock in the morning, all the ships are ready. There's there's basically twelve ships. You've been told which one has the actual dark iron, as far as you know. None of the workers do it's It's possible that they might, because we didn't really inspect like how thorough of a job the mistress does to try to make this you know a, a secret. It's very possible that all of the people know which ones are and which ones are not. you know again, you guys just don't know that.
4: Though. yeah, we didn't take the time to investigate.
2: <clears throat> but I'll tell you, it's the one that had the troll that had his arm burnt off it's obviously that's the one with dark iron in it. Just follow it. Boom. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Give me my story token back. That was brilliant. You, uh, <laughs>
0: so you guys watched the, the ship being loaded. Uh, the ship that has the actual cargo on it is called the Iron Maiden. And uh, that is the ship that you're going to be following. Cranthon, you've been loaded into a crate. So you've been packed away. You can't see or hear. I mean, you can hear noises around you, but you can't see what's going on. Again, Lander, you have a cage for Albie. And, you know, there, there was a very small pretense The Captain really couldn't care less who you are. He was told that you need to be on the ship, so you're on the ship.
3: I'm like, yes, I'm the owl and he just walks by. Yeah, like, much, yeah, I continue a- my spiel. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Jane
0: from Firefly.
3: <laughs> I feel like when Rocky
4: was being loaded onto the ship in the box, like, the trolls were just slamming him around on the inside, and he was cussing at them, and they just kept looking at the box, completely confused on what was going on and where the voice was coming from. <laughs>
0: And we There's are, crate, on the ship. yeah, he's on, yeah, the, on the ship, he's on, Sh- yeah, Lander's on the ship, he's patients on the bait ship, uh, Franklin <laughs> yeah. is in, the Yeah. I didn't hear it, and, uh, and we're going to set sail, uh, um, the ship, you know, is actually going to the city of Alenthal Moor, and it should take, should take about five days So the first day passes without any real incident. The weather is fairly calm. No no storms, nothing like that. Open day on the sea. Are you doing anything in your box?
2: Yes. Cranton has stowed away a small piece of dark iron. And what he tries to do is he keeps putting it on his hand. And then he tries to, it's like a, a ring of dark iron. And so he keeps trying to cast through that ring. And he keeps doing these little experiments where he's trying to trying to get some of his casting ability back. And so he has a lot of time in this box. So he just puts it on there. And he tries to focus. He he tries with just like little stuff just to do like a firebolt. And then the uh, doesn't work. So he then like takes it away. Puts it back and just keeps trying okay. to do this basically to try to, uh, like see if he can create a portal using the dark iron to cast through.
0: Right, roll a d20. Can I
4: point out now that if you are successful, you're going to blow a hole in the box with fireball?
0: <laughs> no. Nah, four. Despite your best attempts, you are never able to manifest any actual magic. Well, I'm going
2: to try every six seconds, so. <laughs>
0: that role is for your entire (laughs) but yeah so he's just
2: basically doing little experiments like trying to put the dark iron in different places like on the back of his hand on the front of his hand and just like trying to create like a portal to where he can cast through it but it doesn't work but he still tries it He, he longs for the day when he can cast spells again
0: all right. And Lander, what are you doing on the deck of the ship or on the ship? Are
3: you- so pretty much as soon as we left port, I let Albie out of his cage. <laughs> and we've just been running around playing like playing games and just, I don't know, trying to keep ourselves occupied, having fun.
0: Okay. Uh, probably as important, the, sh- the ship is a, a single mast. There's not a whole lot of room for cargo. Oh, I was
3: saying it was a bigger ship.
0: That's actually not that large. Again, it's designed for speed. Okay. Um, Dark iron is extremely valuable, so you don't need a whole lot of it um, to make each shipment worthwhile. And um, you actually, you might, I'll say Cage may have actually noticed this, that it doesn't look like it's a full load. So she may be hedging her bets a little bit that if this one gets taken as well, she doesn't want to lose another full load. I bet
2: she put it in B, too. (laughs) (coughs) Genius. (laughs) <laughs> where'd you come up with this stuff I hate you All right. So, um, what if we divided it all evenly amongst the 12 ships
0: no. so Kate and Everin what are you guys doing for this day
1: I can't believe you want to get off my ship I mean this is a beautiful day on the ocean I mean the breeze the is out of our the back right
4: there on there? I'm a traitor I'm an elf I was raised on land water I don't belong here I'm used to it now because we've been here so long it's it, it's just not my thing. I want to go back to trading goods on land. And, and let's face it. When's the last time this ship has brought us any kind of good luck?
1: Well, we all ago. met each other. I mean, that was pretty good
4: luck. And we have been in a world of trouble <laughs> since then. I mean, don't get me wrong. You guys are great. Not the exception of Cranton But... It, it's not like this is a good thing. It's just the thing that's keeping us together. Yeah. Oh, I come mean, on. Don't act so pouty about it. Uh, I'm not. I.
2: Cade I... says, <laughs> whiners are weaners. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes about the business. <clears throat>
1: no, it, 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 it's... Well, I guess we'll just leave it there, then.
4: No, I mean, just think about it. Let's go back. This ship, we've we found two Darklings that's kind of uh, out there. No one else has seen these things in years. Uh, it caused Cranthon to be transported into the body of a mage hound. Uh, that happened
0: see. before the ship. Yeah. yeah.
4: But the it was at the ship. It it the at the ship. The ship. <laughs> so, I mean, it's connected. Less. Uh, let's see here. You went on some crazy heist and found this thing. Cranthon's lost all of his contacts because he, well, sure. it's, yeah. We know that story. (laughs) That's not because of the ship, though. But it's all connected. We're on the run from the Empire. Now we're into this mess. I mean, the ship is... The ship might be cursed.
1: Well, I... I mean... I don't see it that
4: way. Well, I'm... Call
1: me a fool, but I don't see it that way.
4: I'm not going to call you a fool. I just think you're taking the positive outlook on it. But we could be doing the same thing, running a shipping operation, which... I could, I'd could, i love to do with you guys, because it would make sense, on land and be just as successful. Instead, we're doing it on water. I don't... I'm not a cat. I mean, I don't necessarily hate water, but it's just, I like land more. That's all I was saying before, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, well, out here we can at least stay one step out of the
4: Empire. I mean, don't get me wrong, the boat helps us out. And whatever magic is in this thing, it's nice to us. It's just... not my speed.
1: Fair enough. It'll kind of like, you know, pat the wheel. and It's like, it's okay.
4: <laughs> Great. Now the ship has become a part of our actual crew, like well, by itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now we're a party of five.
0: So a couple more days pass. You're now uh, pretty much like halfway between the Emerald City or the Emerald Isle to uh, and Tallenthalmore. When um, sort of on the horizon, Cade, okay, you're the first to notice that there is... Um, like a storm front moving in, it like it doesn't look ominous or it doesn't look like unnatural, but it's clearly that there's a storm moving in that will cause stormy weather probably for the next couple hours. Um, and the ship that you're following, the Iron Maiden, is obviously closer to it. So, uh, Lander, you would you know start to feel the wind start to swell up, a little bit of like tingle of, of rain or or sea or windswept sea hitting your face actually it feels kind of nice. It's like a nice spring day when there's, like, a storm moving in. It's, like, a nice feeling, but it starts to move a little quicker, and then the rain starts falling, and it's very cold, stinging rain. Oh, will it...
3: be and I on the front with our arms. <laughs> Who's holding who? Oh, use your imagination. Okay. You'll know. Now, if anyone wants to draw that,
0: <laughs> that would be the thing that you notice is that it the, the rain is unnaturally cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not again like a, like a cold-based attack, but it is unusual that the rain is is so much colder than you would expect it to be for this time of year and, and where you're at. It's not like again driving stinging rain. It's not going to force anybody to go down below decks. It's not going to break the mast. But it's a it's a rainstorm with stinging cold rain. Yeah. Can Kate and <clears throat> I
4: tell from the distance away that it
3: looks unnatural in no. any way?
0: It doesn't look unnatural from this distance. It just looks like a storm cloud moving in.
3: Do I see any uh see anything on the horizon?
0: Roll a perception
3: check. Sweet. That's my uh that's my best stat. I got a Nat 20 <laughs> minus 1. By the way, Nat 20 first <laughs> roll of the game on my easy roller dice. Easy roller dice. So you're
0: you know, you're in the storm or the, it's storm is probably the wrong word. You're in the rain, you're on the front of the ship, you're you're looking out and you do start to see Something moving within just sort of the, the the haze of the storm front, and it does look like there might be a ship that is kind of paralleling you, and it's using the the storm as cover. So you're, I mean, you're you're like you're almost sure it's there, but it's so hard to tell that. Like if you point to someone else, there might be like I
3: don't see anything. It's like a shadow against a black. Yeah, background. so it's not like
0: there's a ship there, but there, right, right. There's something in the in the storm front and the clouds and the haze. That looks like it might be paralleling you.
3: Okay. So I want to go back down to the hold and let Crampton know about this. Okay. And that I think we're being followed and uh, ask him what... You think we should tell the captain that I think we're being followed? Or do you think we should just wait until they get a little bit closer? Let me alert. I hope you're aware of this. We are being followed
2: by the dark discovery. So... That was stupid of you. Go well, back upstairs no. and stop bothering me. <laughs>
3: Don't you, I can see gonna... the dark discovery <laughs> no. that's behind us. This this ship is moving parallel with us. So we're being paralleled. Yes. I mean, what do you think? Do you think I should tell the captain of the ship? Do you think I should signal Everin and Captain Cade? Do not signal Everin and them. They will probably notice anyways. Smash cut. But... <laughs> <laughs> Oblivious. I don't think he watered this down very much at all. <laughs> this is
1: pretty good. You
0: guys, you guys your sunglasses on, <laughs> yeah. you're in a hammock with uh-huh. a
2: of, you know, <laughs> Meanwhile,
0: everyone's at the leave. wheel like,
2: <laughs> what, what, how do I do this? <laughs> I do think you should let the captain know, so
3: that he can make a decision on what he wants to do. Okay, well, uh, just be on alert, I guess. Now I'll go uh, upstairs and I'll go up to uh, captain and be like, hey, Captain, captain Merrick, uh, I've I noticed that there's a ship off in the distance that's paralleling our course. I mean, it's really hard to see, but I just caught a brief glimpse of it. I just thought I would try to let you be aware of this.
0: He's going to look over in the direction that you point. Are, are you sure? I don't. I don't see anything.
3: Do I still see it, or is it kind of just faded? It's kind of faded. Yeah. Again, it's
0: still. It's almost like one of those three D things. It's like you kind of see it if you look a certain yeah. way.
3: Uh, I'm certain about a captain, but like I said, it's still pretty far off in the distance.
0: Okay. Um, have you ever captained a ship before, son?
3: I want to go back down below deck. That's what I do. I don't captain ships.
0: Well, I was going to go let the crew know, but I need someone up on deck. So if you wouldn't mind.
3: You know what? If you think that's best.
0: Oh, I definitely think that's best.
3: <laughs> I'll be come over up here. <laughs> I pull a magical captain hat out and put on Albie, so he's now Captain <laughs> Albie, and we will uh, we'll pilot the ship, and it's going to swerve back and <laughs> forth.
0: <forward>. So, Kate Everin, <laughs> <laughs> you notice that the ship in front of you, the Iron Maiden, is suddenly zigzagging uh, as it is slowly being overtaken by this uh, storm front. I'm like, this is so easy. So, and I'm
3: just turn full wheels back and forth. So <laughs> the ship I imagine cap sizes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> the ship sinks And that's why you never let an owlbear Steer a ship Yeah,
3: what? I just don't understand, why would he think it'd be okay Like, hey, you're some random guy You yeah. want to captain this ship I,
4: I don't understand that either He just rolled a nat 20 on your perception check I mean, maybe he thinks you're rolling nat 20 on your steering check.
3: Yeah, who knows, maybe he thinks I'm more experienced Than I am So, I imagine that
4: Everin is near the bow of the ship, uh, watching this and Cade is at the wheel. Um, and as we see the Iron Maiden get, um, engulfed by the edge of this storm, he will turn and take a quick few jogs, uh, back toward the steering wheel and yell up at Cade, who's the level up at the top of the ship. Uh, is there any way we can pick up speed? Because we might lose him in that. That can't be good, finally, after all these days.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can angle the sails and, you know, catch the wind. We're we're a fast ship, and we're a little faster than they are, so we haven't been going at full steam. Yeah, and for the uh, second sail there, and we'll move on up.
4: Everyone will stare at a, stare up at Cade and raise an eyebrow? That one. Drop that one. Lower that one. See? See where I'm pointing. Okay, all Turn right. wench. Sounds good. He will run over and uh, not even hardly have to untie the knot as it is already helping him.
0: Okay. So the second sail unfurls, catches the wind. There's like a sudden shot forward as the speed increases pretty dramatically. And you're cutting through the waves, which you're still in the clear at this point, but you're closing in. And about that time, you see a ship probably about twice the size of yours. Um, sort of emerge out from behind the one that they're in. So Iron Man, so it's actually behind it. It mm-hmm. uh, sort of comes out and is now trailing behind them.
4: They're in between the, our, our two ships.
0: Correct, but it's much, much closer to theirs. Mm. So Lander, you are standing there at the <laughs> the wheel, and it's one of those sort of feelings where like, the, the hairs on the back of your neck start to stand up. And you're still in the rain. It's still cold and sort of stinging. And you just have this feeling that you're being watched
3: well yeah i saw the ship earlier yeah but you don't see it now well
0: this is like a more of an immediate thing
3: oh i have a submarine (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know i mean i'll look around but if i don't see anything i'm just gonna have to live with that feeling like I don't know what else I'm going to do. All
0: right. So you you sort of, you know, you're kind of looking around. You'll look back into the bank where you thought you saw the ship earlier. You don't see what you thought you saw before. It Definitely, you know, you, you think you might have seen something, but you're not sure. That's not there anymore. And uh, and there's a moment where, like, you start to hear Albie kind of, like, whining a, a bit. And you do that thing where you just sort of slowly look over your shoulder <laughs> behind you. And then there's this, you know, it's not massive, and it's not like, the black pearl. It's not a ghost ship. It's right. just a larger ship that's that's behind you, and on the bow of it there is a a man who's wearing very dark armor. It it almost is darker than it should be. I mean, almost like it's absorbing light, and dark hair, dark features. Just think of like a a raven, but in human form, and looks at you. I mean, it's you're close enough you can see his facial features. And he sort of tilts his head, and then from his eyes, a beam of light shoots out.
3: What? Hits you for 22 points of damage. I'm dead. I'm not really, but I'm really hurt.
0: And now we're on issue.
3: Yeah. I? Oh, yeah. Just hold this wheel and nothing bad <laughs> will happen. Don't worry about that weird crewman with the black light beam eyes. Five.
0: Okay, so...
3: Lying on the ground of pain. Yeah, <laughs> no screaming in agony. I got caught off guard. So Al-
0: Albie turns and like takes up like a, a defense posture kind of uh, growling at this figure and um, the ship sort of it continues to move and, and is like basically now pulling up close to beside you and you can see more men and again there's not like 30 of them but there's like 3 or 4 men and they have grappling hooks and, and ropes and it looks like they're getting ready to board you. You um, you can hear the captain shouting to the rest of the crew to prepare to be boarded and they are, they've are they gathered up like what weapons they have and they're just basically waiting for whatever's going to come next. So what would you like to do?
3: I'm going to run away. You and are crawl currently away? piloting the ship. The, not anymore. Albie, <laughs> <laughs> oh, take my place. With a call of
2: abandoned ship, he immediately vacates
3: <laughs> I am immediately vacating the wheel and it can do as it pleases. For better or for worse. Okay. And I'm going to run to Cranthon and tell him to get out of his box. Okay. High or low? High. You always got to go with high. You could always go with equal. No, we never go equal. No,
0: you never go equal. Okay. So you start running towards the, the I like guess, the stairwell that would lead mm-hmm. down. The ship's wheel is no longer being manned, so it just starts spinning.